here we are. And uh, I thought we would follow up a little bit about the party. Um, the the famous Miller uh. residence Christmas party. It was a great time we had by all. Um, uh. I had to bring you. I got you for Secret Santa for the Discord Secret Santa. And I had to bring you your gift. And <laughs> thank God I got you because I accidentally uh-huh. sent it to my house, even though I remember manually <laughs> typing in the address. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Um, uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that was funny. Okay, I got to admit, though, uh, the the way that Amazon does their whole, hey, would you like to see your gift? Uh, it's really neat. It, you click to view the gift and it does this animation of a box opening, a gift box, and then out of it comes the product photo. But I mean, it's it's a super crisp animation. It's got like the, uh, when you say congratulations in an iMessage and it all falls, you know, the the uh, the confetti flies all over the place. It was like that. It was really neat. And so I immediately messaged you, dude, thank you so much, Secret Santa. I, I, you know, I, this is perfect. And I, in fact, I used it tonight and it oh, worked nice. out perfectly. Uh, but then when you messaged yeah. me like an hour or two yeah. later, you, you said, uh, I'm confused. <laughs> you sent me a picture of you <laughs> receiving it. And the only reason I knew it was it, because I saw my own salutation <laughs> staring me back in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. a good that was a good oh, time. Uh, and Yeah, and we were playing. Oh, it's so funny because we were blunder. playing guitar toward the end of the night as, as people are wont to do at Christmas parties, the last scraggling guests. Um, and, uh, yeah, and it's funny. I don't usually ever play Jimmy eat world songs on the guitar because I always just assume they're too difficult for me and they're not in like the standard pop punk chord structure yet. This is like the most insanely, yeah. like this is the U2 riff. Um, it's the, the T shaped yeah. <laughs> uh, thing. Yeah. 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 And then the chorus is just the inverse of that, and uh, and it's terrific. <laughs> so I had a fun time playing it with uh, the kids on uh, the next day um, at my parents when we were doing uh, laundry, um, and uh, and yeah, it was a good old time. But it's funny, uh, you know, we tried to relegate the kids down t- into the garage so the parents could have a nice time in there, and the kids uh, in the house, and the uh, and the kids could have a nice movie night slash games and and crafts and things in the garage but of course there were always a couple kids including uh my youngest uh who kept wandering into the house and it's like come on (laughs) there's something to do out here like yeah and uh and even when you had the screen on and it was uh nice and bright uh the kids just kept coming out i was like hey you know go chase this light this is jimmy pod My man, my man. I, I got there. <laughs> you did get there. Oh, man, it's a uh, festivist miracle. I, oh, wait, when does this one come out? This one comes out. Uh, oh, this is uh, you know the I day before. add that line to my New Year's. Ah, the reason is that why we're doing Chase This Light? Uh, yeah, I, I felt I it was we like the ball dropping. Very ball dropping. Yeah, that sounds kind right. Of end of the Have year. you been to New York it, it's, for New Year's? Oh, I gosh. Like I can't this. remember if we went there for New You know what? I think we were there, but we left before New Year's. So we got to see the whole setup, which was wild. You see the stands. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing seeing it, uh, you know, like before everyone's in there. And then you see that you just see the the pictures of, of how packed in people got, you know, in the before times. Uh, yeah. But, so we what were there. I think we were there. There. I know we've talked about oh, this boy. before. Yeah. Uh, nine or 
nine years ago. Oh, okay. It was a long time ago. I was ago. there for New Year's between 2002 and 2003. So uh, going into 2003. And um, tons of police presence because it was like 9-11 had only been, you know, 18 months prior. And uh, not even yeah. uh, that long prior. And uh, it was really cool. I know I talked about this on the pod before, but here we are on our New Year's episode. And the coolest thing about it, and I think I was watching, yeah, Morning Show has a New Year's scene uh, this season. And uh, the coolest thing about it, and I don't, there was something about the Morning Show's version. I was like, nah, it's not the, the least believable thing I think that they had, that it was still messy, like, hours later and no like uh-huh. literally by 12 30 you would not have guessed that anything had happened in Times square it's so clean and so, like maybe it was different in 2003 because uh there was such a like public services presence on hand right to, like right you know what i mean keep it safe i guess but uh i could not believe we couldn't believe how clean everything was um and uh and yeah we had a great old time uh, that was terrific. Oh, uh, we do have a little bit more housekeeping, but I did want to touch on that New Year stuff. Um, and uh, specifically having seen the ball drop in New Year's. And I ran into somebody in the middle of Times Square. Every time I've been to New York, which has been, <laughs> I think, twice, um, I run into somebody I knew in Times Square. It's nuts. Um, so, you know, the center of the earth and all that. The center of the world. Um uh, Yeah. yeah. Uh, Phoenix Sessions not only are available on your favorite streaming platforms, but now the video can be seen on the YouTube. That was a nice little early Christmas gift that the fans got. Uh, old news now uh, to everybody, but uh, not as of recording this podcast. Well, just I'd say not everyone would know. Week. Not everyone it's might know. It, yeah. So hit up your local Jimmy Eat World official YouTube and check out the Phoenix Sessions if you missed them earlier in 2021. Um, next is a really fun Instagram account. My guess is Grace is running it, but I don't really know. Um, but it's a Rick Birch love <laughs> Instagram account. Let me, <laughs> let me find, it might just be called Rick Birch love. Uh, supporting I think that's what it is. Rick, Rick Rich, Birch. Rick Birch. Love for Rick Birch is the account on uh, Instagram. And it's just Rick Birch content. <laughs> and it's terrific. There's 45 <laughs> followers so far. Um, but just fun, wholesome photos of Rick E. Birch. And I thought that was a fun thing. Next, yeah, we have so a happy. voicemail, I believe, right? Oh, yes, you're right. My guess is it has something to do with a vehicle. Ah, uh, yeah, this is it. This is from the uh, Big Cars follow-up, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Or Precision Auto. Yeah. <laughs> I love when we get phone calls. Getting that uh, the little drop-down in my, my notification in, my, uh, in Chrome. Yeah, we have a new voicemail. I love it. When it's not spam, at least. (laughs) Yeah, there was like a couple weeks where we were just getting a bunch of spam. Yeah. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Here we are. Hey, David. Hey, Justin. I was just calling about the uh, Precision Auto episode because it's uh, me, Car Simplified, and if there's a car episode, I got to chime in somehow. Um, There was no inaccuracies there. I just wanted to... Share an opinion of um, what the song is about, maybe. Oh, there we go. The uh, main thing that I generally yeah. think of it is just a uh, general, like, no thought into it road rage song. But there's also a different theme that I sometimes think of where if you're actually on the highway trying to be a good driver 
and you're going down, there's a few lanes, you're on the left lane passing some people, but there's someone coming up on you real fast, and you're like, okay, I need to get out of the way because they obviously want to go, and then you yep. wait for room on the mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. to get out of the way, and then <clears throat> you're willing to go fast still, but there's someone in front of you that um, isn't Can't going fast, because, and you're just waiting for that car on the left to go, and then they go a little bit, and then they just stop moving. That feels like the do not pass me just to slow down part of the song. I like that, And I got Mm -hmm. the feeling that it was a very, like, uh, road rage-focused thought that um, came across the discussion of the song. And I wanted it to be, there to be a little bit more nuance to it, I guess. It was a good episode, and I'm enjoying it. I'm catching up on it, and... I'll talk to you some other time. Nice. I get so frustrated with those situations. And I'm already a slow driver, so I like let people go. You know, come on, yeah. go around me. But when when there's things that are out of my control and, and they'll just pass me just to slow down right in front of me, they'll just do the little like uh, horseshoe thing. Yeah. Man, just trying to get under my skin. Can't get under my skin, yeah. man. Uh, are you a road ragey guy? You don't seem like the type. No, I'm not. Um, I, I will react when I feel like I'm in a, in a situation where I could have been in an accident where they put me, but I don't road rage. I don't, I don't like get on the freeway and then look and like yell at people. What's the use in that? Um, yeah. But if they put me in danger, that's when I get a little freaked out and I might respond in the car. Yeah. Like, geez, man, what are you doing? Yeah. That kind of, I used to be really bad because, and, and I guess it's like, it's just when people make dumb moves like that. Right. Yeah. And to the point where people have gotten out of the car to like be like, what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like on. with me. I've never been the one that gets out of the car, but I'll I'll be vocal enough or animated enough in the car that people have gotten out to like. <laughs> oh what my me. gosh. And this was like years and years ago. I mean, like yeah. 15 years ago. Then I remember Tony Hawk. This was like in 2007 or eight, uh, probably 2008, because Twitter was taken off. And I think he was an early adopter. Um, He had said something about road raging people and like thumbs downing them instead of flipping them off because it was like a direct commentary on their driving ability. And I loved it so much. So I started doing that for years and that kind of calmed down all my road rage. Oh, that's nice. And then now I'm like somewhere now I'm somewhere in the middle. Like I don't I don't thumbs down people. I will flip them off or uh or flash my lights at them but uh, i don't uh usually like use my vehicle in a way to like uh if i feel like somebody's endangering other people on the road i used to speed up and basically like not pit maneuver them but basically box them in so they couldn't be a danger to other people right i would box them into a really terrible place that they couldn't be doing the things that they're doing. And mostly because I gotten run off the road before um, uh, by somebody that was street racing and going in and out of lanes on the 101 like crazy and literally flipped my car off the freeway and I nearly died. Um, And so I have this like innate anger toward anybody driving recklessly like that. So I, for a long time, I would just try to box them into some place that they could do that. Um, and they would get really, really mad. Uh, I'm um, sure. But anyway, the other You're thing that you think a, of is what like, is it? You're cornering when you, an uh, Yeah, yeah, Like when you, uh, if you're looking and you see a motorcycle coming and you give them some room, the nothing is like a better feeling than when they give you the oh, wave. Oh, I love that. <laughs> they give you the whole wave, the little, uh, not even. I love getting yeah, the wave. The little hand wave with the right hand. Like, thanks, buddy. 
Appreciate that. Yeah. Because they know. They yeah. know when you pull to the right, give <laughs> yeah. them that that uh, wide berth. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's all I got. Um, Thanks, Car Simplified. <laughs> so the song is, yes, thank you so much. Uh, the song is Chase the Slight, which does have an ASCAP entry. Yes. Um, most importantly, it is a Richard E. Mm. Birch tax shelter. Uh, <laughs> um, Richie Birch. And I did want to talk about this. Uh, this is this is our second to last, I think, uh, title track. Um, uh, so Chase This Light is off the album, Chase This Light, and off the 2013 iTunes session. Um, but let's take a listen. Will you play on Frame.io? Yeah. The uh, Jim talking about the song slash album title. Uh, did I say what podcast this is on? Listen In Podcasts. I think it's called Listen In Full Interviews. I think it's what it's okay. called. Okay. The difference between Chase This Light and Chase The Light. Because that, that had to be a decision somewhere, didn't it? Yeah, you know, chase the light, chase this light was never really a, a debate. It's it's just kind of comes from the song yeah. that's titled that. So what what is there a specific light that you're chasing there then? No, I think it's it's the you know the. I guess it could be a metaphor for just discovery. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you're when you're on the path to like challenging yourself or learning about, you know, what you can do or what you're capable of, it's always like. The most rewarding uh, endeavor is that is it hard for you to keep chasing it you know no i mean i don't that's that's it's what we do right <laughs> we're always like looking for ways to be a better band you know with every record that you make uh you learn about your own kind of process and what you what you kind of gravitate towards you know um and so the tendency is to kind of like take that and, and apply it to the next time you record or, or write a song. But that's, but that's never been a problem for you to feel like you're in a rut too, too often. Uh, you're, you're always going to have ups and downs. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you're always going to have bad days where you don't feel especially creative or especially inspired by anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I guess right. the trick is, the trick is to like, when you realize that you're in the, in the middle of something that's, you know, Kind of worth holding on to, to to recognize that and try to get as much out of it as you can. Mm-hmm. So that is Jim talking about the impetus and what Chase This Light means to him. Yeah. Uh, track nine of 11 on the OG release. And then there's a 12 track release, uh, which is uh, the uh, European bonus track version with Be Sensible. And then there's a 13 track version which is also from the UK that has Be Sensible and Distraction on it. And uh, track five of eight on the 2013 iTunes session. Release date was October 16th, 2007. And uh, since it's a uh, a title track, it, let's talk about when the album itself was recorded. It came out October 16th, 2007. It was recorded a year prior between August and October of 2006. Then some overdubs in December of 2006 and March and May of 2007. Um, produced, now we got another audio clip here. Butch Vig is the executive producer on the album. And then Jimmy Eat World and Chris Testa mm-hmm. were the main uh, production folk but let's take a listen to zach talking about what a executive producer does on this track and did i say which podcast this came from this is on uh life in the stocks all right here we go zach Butch vig as well now he wasn't like hands-on right in the sense that he was in the studio with you right was he sort of just there as a kind of a 
a confidant and an ear and a advisor exactly. what was his role yeah he was, was kind of chase the light was the record he yeah it's, it's called the record's called chase this light and it's um he, he was there it is he was an executive producer <laughs> yeah which basically it. means like what you said not <laughs> get really it right there or pay all the, the price time, um <laughs> kind of an outside voice that is keeping up with what you're doing but not there every day um and he was awesome you know we uh we loved working with butch he's like such a he's such a positive sweet kind person and what he brings is like this enthusiasm for what you're doing and i think that's kind of something we hadn't had up until that point because mark is pretty quiet he's not a big rah-rah guy and gil is pretty serious he's also not a big rah-rah guy but Butch is a very much like, oh, man, dude, this is so sick. This is great. You know, <laughs> like, it just sort of gives you the sense of optimism and enthusiasm, which I think is really important in the creative process. Like, you know, especially if you're taking on a bit more of that production responsibility sure. yourselves. Right. Yeah. It's like encouragement. And, you know, and, and uh, the um, the engineer that we worked with on that record, Chris Testa, he basically lived with us in the studio in Phoenix for a long time. And he certainly had definitely like a, a, like a kind of production role just in, just in the way things sounded or he, he was awesome, you know? Um, and another guy that we worked with on that album that I felt like had maybe the largest impact on the album in general is a guy named John Fields who had up until that point he was kind of famous for he'd done some he'd done like all of Jonas Brothers production right and he also did some <laughs> some, some stuff for Switchfoot like all of Switchfoot's like bigger hits he did and uh, so we worked with him on a few songs did I cut it off there what a weird place for me to cut it uh, yeah he did <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting point but well, I guess because I was like, eh, he didn't work on this song specifically. But uh, I did want to say, uh, he said, uh, Chris Tessa lived with us at the studio here in Phoenix. That studio is Unit 2. And I, did, uh, I didn't I did end up pulling the audio because it was just sort of an offhanded comment. But Jim talked about Unit 2 they've been using since uh, sort of the Futures days. Um, and uh, and they did all of Chase's Light and uh, Invented and Surviving and stuff uh, there at Unit 2. Um this record, since we're talking about the record, was also uh, all the stuff they did with John Fields, I think, was at CD Underbelly here in North Hollywood, which we talked about before. Uh, the first time I heard about that was when Mark Hoppus produced the Motion City soundtrack record, and that was at CD Underbelly. And it's like apparently just a house here in North Hollywood, and like the neighborhood was like not stoked on them making a studio out of the house there. But I, apparently they've. Yeah, the they, sound okay, this in was that, 2007. Yeah. Eh, let's see, <laughs> when did that Motion City soundtrack record came out around that time? So I don't know, maybe. Uh, Maybe not a lot is being done at CD Underbelly anymore, but um, uh, so writing credits, Jimmy Eat World, artist is Jimmy Eat World, singer is Jim. Uh, no one featuring on this track, label is Interscope. Uh, I didn't write down the publishing stuff. It's on the ASCAP page, which I don't long no longer have open. It's probably do I get a pickle with that, and that's probably why I didn't write it down. Uh, there is a demo for this, which we'll check out. Uh, played 143 right. times, 108 by Jimmy Eat World, 34 by Jim Atkins, and one by Go Big Casino. Most is 69 times in 2003. First time they played it uh, was um, Go Big Casino, May 8th, 2006, and that was the Paul V. Galvin Playhouse at the Arizona State University in Tempe. 
And then uh, most recently, they played it November 13th, 2021 at the Dusk Music Festival. Um, Notable high notes of B4. um, But the B4 is uh, one of those that is, uh, what does it say? Oh, it's underlined. So it means it's obscured in the mix. Then there's a G sharp four and a F sharp four. Um, There's no notable low notes. And then on Last FM, there's 120.5 thousand listeners, 777 thousand scrobbles, 19 of which are me. How many did you have? 169. <laughs> Good lord, dude. Yeah, uh, my first one, October 17th, 2007, uh, which is the, the day, but at 2:30 a.m. So the, um, the the night the record came out. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, uh, yeah, and then a bunch between then. But yeah, not that many. But yeah, man, I wish my last FM scrabbles were as uh, on point as yours. Uh, it's a C sharp major key song in a three B Camelot, one hundred and forty one BPM and three Boom. minute twenty seven duration. And I said the background vocals and harmonies are so good. Oh, they are. Um, yeah. Um, <sighs> and uh, yeah, and I mean, sort of also with the structure we talked about, it's like that U two chord progression. Right. Um, what is it called? One one five three one five. Well, uh, I think it it Means is something uh, one five six four. Yeah, see, yeah. one five six four. Yeah, um, and uh, then what is it? Six four one five is the chorus, <laughs> right? Yeah, and there you go, and that's it. Mix yeah. it all together, you got yourself a U two song, baby. That's right. Um, but yeah, very very pop punk the chord progression, but it's not a very pop punk song. Um, but uh, just the way that it's structured, that chorus really kind of hits and uplifts and sounds great. So let's jump into lyrics, yeah. shall we? All right, man. Yeah, I was playing this the other day. It, speaking of lyrics, I've got... Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, go. Uh, okay, I was just going to say, I've been pl- I was playing it the other day. Surprisingly easy. Like you said, it was... I think I the, the key that I was playing it in was C. Still not easy to sing. Jim's voice on this one is just a little bit... It's, it's in a tough spot for me where it I, I, I got to yeah. kind of sing out, but it's not full voiced singing out and so i struggled a little bit i think i brought it down half a step but still it's the vocal lines in the in the uh, (laughs) verse and the chorus are so beautiful he did a good job with this yeah um and also i wanted to say i'm going to pull up the liner notes this is on the zach lind page of the lyric sheet along with feeling lucky and here it goes so okay good then you uh, can can double along in the liner notes if we have punctuation questions or things like that perfect all right well here we go this is verse one uh, i grabbed this from genius uh there were a, i think genius might have had uh in verse two they might have had that first line was funky but uh i do believe i fixed them so if i mess something up you call me out on it oh yeah uh nice. all right okay verse one i'm a suspect i'm a traitor i'm only here in body visiting think this individual is fooling themselves. I'm I'm here in the physical sense, but mentally I've checked out. Yellow faces in the distant screams and in quotes here, the beauty is in what isn't said, end quote. I'm rising to my feet. Is that correct? So, it's interesting. It's a uh, uh, yellow faces and the distant screams. Okay. The beauty is in what isn't said. I'm rising to my feet. Um there's no punctuation like quotations or okay. uh uh parentheses or anything like that okay all right so it's yeah yellow faces and the distant screams uh the beauty is in what isn't said i'm rising to my feet already feeling uplifted now uh and it sounds like they're in a dream state and maybe they've reached this epiphany and they're going to make some changes i'm rising to my feet i'm i'm gonna call 
make this call to chase this light. Uh, and then the chorus with this little pounding, is it four on the floor now? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's already this uh, early into the track. All right, so the chorus is, because tonight the world- uh, No, you know, I think the four on the floor hits on the second verse. Okay. I think this one is just ka, like some ka, Tom work ka, boom, here. Ka, boom, ka, ka. All right. Because tonight the world turned in me, because right now I don't dare to breathe. Uh, and he's in disbelief at this realization. His world has been turned upside down in a good way, though, not, not in a negative way. And they're seeing things in a new light. Uh, this is that realization, that that uh, that big epiphany that uh, now is is coming to light here on oh, another one of these. Oh, man, I love these. Oh, babe, I know it's alive and somewhere for us to find tonight. Oh, chase this light with me. <laughs> Oh, babe. So the oh, babe and the O's are not written in the liner notes, but yeah, they're very much there. Babe, I know. All right. Uh, Oh, babe, I know it's alive and somewhere for us to find tonight. Oh, chase this light with me. They're certain there's something out there for them, bright and welcoming, and he's inviting us to pursue it with him. That's where that whole chase this light makes so much sense. Like, uh, not as directive. It's more of an invitation, like you were saying, where this light there may be other there may be a light for you there may be a light for me but this is the light that i see chase this light with me it's a good light so a beautiful already man between verse one and the chorus i'm already feeling uh pumped uh and this is uh where i think i got a little muddy here was my gesso my last call my life is yours in your gifted hands okay so you yes uh, on uh, what is it? Genius is my just so. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting turn of phrase. Now the gesso or gesso, um, I was not familiar with what this is, but it's a very specific reference as far as I can tell. I'm interested in your take on it for Jim Atkins, who used to work at an art store. <laughs> right. Um. Uh, so the way that I grasped it, there was a lot of commentary. Um. Most of it, when you look at how gesso is applied, from what from what I gleaned from what I was reading about it, let's talk about what it is. So it's a sort of plaster white paint mixture. Um, it says binder mixed with uh, chalk gypsum pigment or any combination of these. So it's a binder, which it does a couple of things. Uh, it acts as a base. It can act as a texture. It can also act as uh, a way to repair things, like just to cover parts of it and let's say start over. Um, but what I got from this was the gesso being the foundation, the base coat. Uh, and in some cases, the let's essence say, of his being. Yeah, right? let's say you're painting on on wood. It's difficult to paint on wood with all of its the, the crevices and cracks in it. So this gesso can be applied and it fills in all of those cracks and gives you a nice, a, a flatter foundation, even if you do apply some texture mm-hmm. to it with it. That allows you to just start fresh and start... Uh, in a way that you're going to have a strong painting by the end. So the way that I uh, I see Gesso in the context of this song is I see this as this individual's foundation, and this is his final effort. He's putting his fate in another's hand. My life is yours in your gifted hands. It's almost like a, like a trust right. fall, right? Like I'm I, I'm so confident totally. in this in this choice I'm going to be making, this decision, this path that I'm going to be taking, that I'm willing to put my life in your gifted hands. Is that what you, uh, did I, did makes I me think of, uh, yeah, 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 totally. Oh, absolutely. It makes me think of the, uh, the pottery scene in Ghost. <laughs> uh, okay. Which song was it? Was of, it, uh, uh, was it take my, was it take my uh, breath away? Uh, oh my 
Oh, that's it. Oh, it, it was the Righteous Brothers, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. That sounds right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the ghost okay, song. Uh, let's see. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, and, oh, and people love this line, David. The second half of verse two, man. Confetti rainfall in a quiet street. These things I've found are special now. The knot is in my reach. Uh, and I think this is a this is just like being alone in a beautiful rainfall. Nothing that's affecting your your appreciation of the of the environment. It's it's like a it, it's this confetti light dusting of like almost like a drizzle where it's enjoyable. It's not like you're getting pounded on by rain uh, in a quiet street where it's just you alone in this beautiful rainfall. You're the only one there to appreciate this, uh, and you're taking it all in. And he's referring back to this realization from pre- you know previously in the song. The knot could be at the point the point in the rope where he can pull himself out, or mm. I think the knot is special where it's it's different from holding just a, a straight rope. This is the this is what's going to allow me to pull myself up, pull myself out, or at least give me something I can hold on to as the rope is pulled elsewhere. And I think that's what they're ending on in this verse is that uh, the things I found are special now. The, the, I've I've found. In like, let's say what somebody could take as like rain being annoying, this person has taken it and it's almost like they're bathing in sunshine and just taking it all in and saying, this is beauty. This is life. This is what I want. This is what I've waited for. This is what I've been patient for in all my years. That knot is in my reach. That's such, I mean, for that, that's a, such a beautiful line. Uh, and then the chorus yeah. again, this time, uh, I believe this is with the four on the floor. So we're getting harder now. Boom, 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 boom. <sighs> and David, what are your thoughts on this bridge? Uh, it, I couldn't believe how simple it was in terms of the guitar. Like it's the same chord progression as the chorus, but I so I guess it's all melody that drives it, but it's so, uh, yeah. transcendent. Oh it's my so gosh. It's so uplifting. It's, it's such a great turn. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. Uplifting I, is the I perfect description. <laughs> yeah. So this is how the bridge goes. Uh, a movie still photograph through a martyr's eyes. I can see. And I think it's a, uh, people had written it out as a movie, comma, still photograph, which to me, I don't think you and I, that ever made sense. I think whenever you and I heard it, it was a movie still, like a frame of a movie, um, or a photograph. Yep. Right? So it's just a, a, it's a still shot in either sense. Uh, maybe so he's developed. In the, um, in the liner notes, it does say a movie still dash photograph. Like, to me, it was like a movie still, comma, photograph. But, Well, yeah, like the dash know. in between still and photograph? Yeah, that's what the liner notes have. Well, then I think of that as like a uh, like a semicolon where it's like you're saying the same thing. A movie still mm-hmm. photograph, basically. You know, in that right. if like you were saying sure. to someone, oh, this is essentially a movie still, a photograph. So it, I think in both senses. I think it, it could it, go either way, but yeah. Okay. The tough one for me was through a martyr's eyes I can see. Uh, and let's see if I can get this. Uh, so I, I feel what they're saying is here is maybe he's developed this realization through seeing it happen to somebody else. Uh, or maybe this is him stepping out of his own body and seeing his actions. That that movie still photograph, that that picture, that freeze frame of of their life. And this actor is the martyr, or perhaps he himself is uh, is the martyr. Uh, and if we're un- unfamiliar with uh, with what a martyr is, is that that's somebody who takes uh, they are uh, not not necessarily like take the fall, but they are the ones who are not. I guess would you say sacrificed in a sense? Yeah, that's someone who the, takes like the fall um, for somebody who, else. Let's say, right? Yep. Yeah. So maybe he is seeing this through the martyr's eyes, outside of himself. He has taken that step outside of his body and and seen that 
that the mistakes that he's made, I won't make those mistakes again. Um, I'm moving on. I've seen the best of love, the best of hate, the best reward is earned, and I've paid for every single word I've ever said. Damn it, David. Dude, that line. Such a great mouthful. (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. Uh, I've seen the best of love, the best of hate, the best reward is earned, and I've paid for every single word I've ever said. Definitely earned his status of living right now. He's run the gamut in life and has learned from his experiences all of the good and bad, everything that has come to make him who he is. He's he's uh, taken that step outside of it and uh, and realized it's all beautiful. It's all for the best. And I, I can't wait to take these steps forward. Uh, and then, okay, so verse yeah. three is just the... Uh, it's like a mix of the second half of verse two, but um, it, it's a little bit of a turn coming out of the bridge. So this this brings us back into the chorus. But verse three goes like this. Confetti rainfall in a quiet street. The beauty is in what you make it. So get up on your feet. And I think this is a call to arms here. Telling others of what he's learned. and what Especially the way the music goes there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's get up on your feet because tonight. Uh, do something about it. Get up on your feet. Chase that light. Chase the light. <laughs> no, it's cha- the chase album the is light, called classic. Chase This Light. Thanks, Zach. Uh, and then we've got the chorus twice because you need to really hammer it home that you got to uh, you yeah. got to chase this light, David. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love this song. This is such a good track. Why? I, that's why I have yeah. 169. Another one. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yeah, another one of those that I think of when I think of this album. And I'm like, no, this is a terrific album. One of my favorites. Oh, man. Absolutely incredible. So there you have it. There's the lyrics. So I did write most underrated song, um, which is hard to say when they've played it 143 songs, uh, 143 times, but you never hear anybody talking about it. This album is, you do have, it's people who say that they love it, but it always seems like a hot take for some reason. Like, like I can imagine liking, like saying that, uh, damage or invented or your favorite as being a hot take but for some reason saying chase this light is among your favorites is a hot take and it's a hot take i am proud to have and this being the title track of the record um i I think that makes it underrated a little bit although they've played it a, a bunch right now i did see recently someone was asking about does anyone have the the clean stems or like the individual that was today or yesterday right was it? Yeah, and and someone had commented in it uh, regarding futures, how it was a muddy mess as far as mixing goes, and then I think they had said, well, something like "Chase This Light." Chase This Light is actually a very clean, and I and I never really noticed that. I love futures; it's my top album from them. But I never, I guess I don't. I don't think I compared them that closely. To me, there's there's something that I don't. I guess I don't listen for that that cleanliness in futures. It, it kind of seems gritty to me especially with the cover art and everything. So maybe I, th- I felt like that was part of the aesthetic. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's very, it's, I mean, this is a very clear record. Not, I mean, almost like, uh, it's you probably said, that, uh, John Fields production. Yeah. On some yeah. of the songs, you know, we, we've talked about the hot takes on damage, like you were just saying, but this one definitely is a, is a clear. And I feel like it's, it's mixed really well. And, and uh, was, was just produced really well. Yeah. Yes. Um, speaking of which, let's talk about this album stat, which is it's the band six LP. This is according to uh, I think I took this from Wikipedia. Um, uh, it became their highest charting album and peaked at number five on the Billboard 200. 
And uh, there was a Jimmy Eat Wiki blurb that I uh, took from <laughs> Jed's project. After his tour, Jimmy Eat World headed home to Tempe and started working on material for a sixth album. The band decided to self-produce the album, enlisting Chris Testa of the Dixie Chicks uh, production team and John Fields of Switchfoot and Mandy Moore's production team as co-producers and Butch Vig, Nirvana, Garbage, Smashing Pumpkins, Green Day as executive producer. As Birch explained to the St. Petersburg Times, Vig's role wasn't in the studio every day. We would send Vi Butch samples of what we were doing every couple days. Chase This Light was released October 16th 2007 with big casino as the lead single always be was the last single off the album released in december of 2007 um and they announced the release of the album on july 30th of 2007 and uh let's see before i jump into some other stuff uh we can oh here's some uh hot take from zach lind speaking of something <laughs> we mentioned earlier uh, Tiny Engines. Now, I don't know who Tiny Engines is, but Tiny Engines, it is a blue checkmark thing. It's an indie label surviving, evolving, and dying since 2008. So, uh, Tiny Engines tweets February 28th, 2019. Chase this light is better than Bleed American. Shruggy emoji. And Zach Lind retweets them the same day with a uh, hotter take. Damage is greater than Chase this light. Shruggy emoji. Um, <laughs> And Scott Heisel 100% agreed. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, what is it? Christ Christopher Lincoln says integrity blues is greater than integrity blues. In Texas. I'm not going <laughs> to even rank integrity blues in the catalog for fear of reprisals. Um, uh, let's see. And, oh, this is just an interesting uh, Twitter uh, thing I didn't follow before. Now we need to know, says Mike Huggard. It's one of my favorite things you've ever made. I'm super curious how you feel. Zach says, I, uh, it would be in our top three easily, in my opinion. Not sure how the other guys feel. We don't talk about this shit ever. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, that is uh, one of Zach's. And Zach had another uh, another few Chase the Slight tweets. Um, there is June 30th, 2009 to Vince... Romanelli, uh, this is from a thread, and unfortunately, Vince's tweet is unavailable. But uh, this is what Zach's response was I have one and used it a ton, been on futures, chase this light a lot. I used it on firefight work, electable pain just tonight. Dot dot dot, uh, probably an acro light or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know it, man. <laughs> October 16th. October 16th, 2013. Happy sixth birthday to Chase This Light. We worked our asses off on this album. Such a pleasure working with a... This is actually linked from a uh, Instagram post. I gotta go to Instagram where he posted the album art there. Um, uh, where we worked with the amazing people like at Goom. Who is at Goom? Let's Goom? Chris Goom. Testa. Yep. Okay. Is at Goom. Butch Vig, John Fields, CLA, and Amy Ross, who will be sorely missed by many in the Arizona music community. And I have to say, it's an absolute honor to work alongside my bandmates, Jim Adkins, Ricky Birch, and TDL. Ooh. Um, so that is the Instagram post Zach did for the sixth anniversary. And on April 19th of this year. Okay. 
Zach posts, I'm selling this guy, the DW Collector Series Brass Snare Drum, 6.5 by 14, 2004, natural finish. This is his reverb posting for the snare drum. Let's uh-huh. see if the posting is still up. Uh, it uh, sold for $350 plus $30 shipping. And uh, at Scuzzery says, has this been on any recordings? And Zach says, I used it on something on Chase This Light. Can't remember what. And then he posts a follow-up. It was feeling lucky. So that was what he used. That snare drum that he was selling for. Um, then the band had an Instagram post for the 10-year anniversary where they were posting a picture of its of them spinning the vinyl. Happy 10th anniversary to Chase This Light. And it looks like a repost, yes, of at P.E. Show, which is a Pitar Todorov, uh, who is looks like a Discogs head that posts their record collection. And uh, all of their posts are very uniform and pretty cool looking. Lots of alt rock bands. I'll, I'll share this Sick, with you. Sick, please. Uh, I did. So we're talking about um, um, equipment. I did get on the Orange Amps forum. And if you're unfamiliar, I do. They're the they're very. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember the Jimmy Eat World was the first band I ever saw play Orange Amp. Really? OK, I remember Matt Sharp from uh, Weezer with his Orange Amp. And I thought that's so cool because it was it was a white front. Uh, and all of the, the screening was a white and then it was orange on the outside. Uh, and but I apparently Jimmy Eat World played orange for a while. And Woody 777 says uh, did a search and read a bunch of Jew threads. Um, they're looking for which orange for Jimmy World tones. It seems they like either use vintage OR120 or OD120. I'm not <laughs> sure the difference. And uh, the new kid says, what sort of Jew tone are you after? More Bleed American or new Chase This Light style? And then Guitar Guitarmy50 yeah. says, or, sorry, new kid has a point. Blue uh, Bleed American era Jew is older oranges. Chase This Light futures and clarity Vox AC30s. And we've talked about the Vox AC30s on this. Uh, I did want to, I got to look at the comments. How do you see the comments and watch together, David? Uh, I don't think you can. Usually what I do is I click on the title of the video. It takes me to the YouTube page and then I read it from there while it's playing and watch together. Okay. I thought so. Let me, you know, I was I was kind of uh, talking about this uh, earlier, this <laughs> video of Jim. It, this is the Vox channel that put this together. And I feel like they placed him in front of this and maybe had some, <laughs> somebody... Uh, put together the uh, the whole scene here with the cords on the wall. He looks like a uh, hostage. <laughs> Pretty much. It's a hostage video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they got that nice travel map. Nice Photoshop work. Yeah, I like that. The isolated gym. I'm Jim Atkins. I play in Jimmy Eat World. I've been using the AC30 Custom Classic from Vox lately. I really like how you can, uh, it's a pretty versatile amp, you know, you can, you, can, you can dress it up or down for any occasion. How are those cables if you're, in uh, front of him? If you really need to rock, you can make it <laughs> See, they put really it behind saturated it. sounding, or if you just want something kind of clean and crunchy, you can get that too. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> How are the courts in front of them? They're on the wall. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. This reminds me of the Fender video that he did. 
Uh, yeah, this was the top comment here. Uh, dehydrated H2O. Even 10 years ago, Jim was just waiting to drop Vox for the Axe effects. <laughs> Could not wait. <laughs> I remember um, when uh, Tom DeLong used to play uh, these Mesa Boogies and uh, then he switched to these Vox amps and it just, everything sounded like garbage. And then yeah. <laughs> it turned out that uh his guitar tech had instead of miking the ac30s the speakers were just dummy and he was using them as a head and playing them direct out and oh no the reasoning they were like oh uh um we're trying to mitigate the sound going into the microphones and i don't i have not seen one fan that was like no tom's AC 30 uh, era was terrific. No, it always sounded like complete oh, garbage. He Tom DeLong was the worst spokesperson for Vox AC 30s <laughs> because everything sounded like garbage. Um, uh, and uh, and yeah, so anyway, <laughs> that's yeah, my and I, that's my Vox take. Yeah. I've never wanted to play a Vox amp because I, my experience with it is all just how bad it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never played one. I've got my uh, my Fender Twin here, which is pretty nice and loud as hell. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, this is such a small room. I don't need it very loud. But I'm glad that Jim made the move to Axe Effects. It's, uh, he didn't sell out at all. It sounds great. And it's it's his thing. And uh, I do not agree with this. Says Jim looked awkward as fuck and didn't have a clue what a Vox amp was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It is pretty He's bad. He's like, I guess I can play <laughs> guitar with this thing? Or... <laughs> <laughs> all right okay thanks for indulging me there yeah um uh let's talk about uh let's hear what um tom has to say i think he's talking about you'll probably know what they're talking about some yellow something or other that tom used on jason's light but on his rig rundown he talks about some is hardware the TV yellow or is the light just weird in here no this is yeah it's a tv yellow um it's a special also a 93 and this guitar, not this exact guitar, but we were recording uh, Chase This Light with John Fields, um, the producer, and he had one of these, and it just sounded so good, and so I got one, but just it, like, gotta have one. But it doesn't sound like it's good. Is it one. not even close? <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> is it pretty much the same specs? I mean, same pickups? I think so, yeah. So it's just weird that, I guess, you know, I don't know what it is, but. <laughs> Classic. Ah, uh, yes, another glowing review. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i love that he found that guitar from john fields yeah um so right. i did have a couple more uh twitter takes from the band uh regarding chase this light both as an album and a song uh jimmy world tweets october 16 2017 this for the tenure um Hey, all thanks for the kind words for Chase This Light today. We had a blast making that album and still really proud of those songs. The best thing about making records is working with awesome people. We spent a lot of time with Chris Testa, Butch Vig, John Fields making Chase This Light. We owe those guys a ton for helping pull that sucker across the finish line. We couldn't have done it without them. Um, and so that is their tweet for the 10 year anniversary. Um, and there's a couple other threads they had here. Um, oh, they also were celebrating the sixth anniversary. That must've been Zach just kind of jumping in. Um, and he did ask, does anybody have a favorite song off this record? Jordy Walsh here says title track. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hero 
Oh, Hiroko loves Jew. Um, and I've heard of Hiroko before. I think Hiroko's seen almost as many shows as uh, Joyce, if not more. Um, uh, <laughs> basically listed the entire track listing. Let it happen, because, you know, always be carry you, chase his light, and dizzy. <laughs> um, uh, Alt 98.7 says, let it happen. So that's not chase's light. Uh, let's see. My favorite record says Lisa Cortez. Um, I see dizzy. I see. I feel old. <laughs> um, <laughs> wasn't this just for the sixth? Yeah, sixth year. <laughs> now I feel old because that record's like fourteen years old. Um, Yeesh. yeah, not a lot of uh title track love, but uh, definitely some right there near the top. And uh, I, oh, and then finally, uh, just because we've talked about Amy and Derek in the past, um. October 15th, 2013, shocked by the passing of Eric, Amy, and Derek Ross. Grateful to have worked with Amy on Chase's Light. Thoughts to friends and families. And that was October 15th, 2013, which was just a day shy of uh, the sixth year anniversary of that record, I guess. So Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and that was a tough uh, thing. We've talked about that uh, on previous episodes. Uh, yeah. That situation yeah. with the two of them. Um, I do have a Mike Glita. Do you remember the Mike Glita, uh, uh, thing words from a Waldman or, uh, um, uh, this the guy had familiar, like a blog but... for Substream magazine, uh, artist manager slash former census fail basis. Mike Glita helps rank Jimmy eat world albums, but he did it in like a weird way that he like has these blurbs with like a friend of his, um, Oh and, yeah. Uh, usually yeah, we do. go back and forth with the script here. So I, yeah, we did. Uh, we did the, uh, the Jimmy pod theater. Yes. <laughs> yep. There. That's what it was called. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and send you this blurb here. They have it ranked as the number four <laughs> best Jimmy Eat world album. And uh, I'll read the Mike Glita part so you can find the oh, okay. SW. I don't even remember who SW is. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, Scott Waldman. He's the guy that wrote it. Scott Waldman. while interviewing Mike Glita. So Mike Glita says, chase the slight man. Where do you think the band uh, actually chased said light? Uh, big, big casino. Gotta be somebody's blues. Give it up. <laughs> Midtown rules. I was in a band with one of those dudes. Uh, you'll always be. <laughs> God, I wish I could hate you for the rest of my... Uh, again, another underrated album. Now we are off to the big three. <laughs> what a weird... I don't understand this I know. article, but I yeah. love doing that with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to be a part of it. <laughs> um, I got an album blurb from Stitches and Grooves. Okay. Stitches and Grooves is the vinyl collector uh, who posts about all the different versions of vinyl from all kinds of bands, but has ton of Jimmy Eat World content. So uh, September 23rd, 2010, they talked about the Chase This Light vinyl. The album was pressed on 180 gram black vinyl, and it sounds fantastic. I think this might be one of the best sounding records in my collection. I'm not sure how many were pressed, but it's probably a couple thousand and will remain in print since it's on a major label. All copies do come with a download code, which is a good thing that so many major labels are finally starting to do with the majority of their vinyl releases. Um, and there's a bunch of pictures on the Stitches and Grooves blog, which I always enjoy culling. And finally, yeah. in my track notes, uh, Consequence of Sound did a blurb about the record. Now, it is the record. They don't even mention the title track. Um, <laughs> but because we're sort of doing the title track for this record, might as well talk. Uh, tracks 11 
uh, runtime of 4018. Longest track is Dizzy at 456. Geometry of an album cover. Ninth, it's a freaking peacock feather known for its symmetry. It's also a dumb cover. Not fans of this record. Um, <laughs> hmm. uh, consequences sound. Uh, Jewishness. Look no further than the opening track, Big Casino, which features the breakdown. I have one last wish, and it's from my heart. Just let me down. Just let me down. Easy. If you want more, the misleading pop of Always Be has Atkins questioning and offering. How do you want to know? How are you going to know the feeling till you've lost it? I've been losing plenty since. Lots of small ideas. Big Casino is a reference to Jim Atkins' side project, Go Big Casino. In fact, Carry You began as a Go Big Casino number. Wait, which refrain do I sing? Not many overlapping <laughs> vocals, actually. Maybe the last chorus in Here It Goes versus the Hoo Hoos? Carry You is underrated. This is the type of song Jimmy Eat World do that would simply not work if done by others in emo slash pop rock or whatever genre we pigeonhole them into. It's acoustic driven, miserable from start to finish, emotes and emotes and emotes, and has an actual sighing in the chorus. But I'll be damned if Atkins doesn't sell every inch of it. The final, it's past. He delivers Caps a praiseworthy song. Eliminating the rock from pop rock. Behold, here it goes. It's set in the real world, like Rilo Kiley's Breaking Up is set in the late 1970s. Whether that garners applause or disdain is completely up to the individual. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, see below. And that's regarding Mark Trombino, because they, they were talking about Mark Trombino in all the previous posts. Uh, Jimmy says words about working with producer Butch Vig. I think... It's like if Butch Vig is cool to work on your album, you sort of have to work with Butch Vig, <laughs> uh, last, <laughs> right? We've gotten such an am yeah. amazing opportunities to learn from people that have made or mixed albums like Gil and Trombino and Butch and Al. Uh, working with Butch, I mean, yeah, of course, man. Why wouldn't you want to sit around and pick his brain uh, on tour material? Or uh, it just worked. What he was saying about the material we had, it felt good. Verdict? Quite possibly the band's worst effort. Ugh, I hate reading that. Um, it all starts off so well with the big chorus of Big Casino, as well as the aforementioned Always Be and Carry You, but the highs of those early tracks are only met by the title track near album's end. In between is the forced dark of Gotta Be Somebody's Blues and 23 ripoff Dizzy. They made, they'd made better records and fortunately would make up for Chase This Light's transgressions with a superior record a few years later which they're referring to invented, which I just do yeah. not agree with. So, <laughs> um, wow. respectfully disagree. Um, before we jump into some other stuff, do you want to take a listen to the demo? Sure. I got a couple things, uh, as far as oh, articles please. go that just a couple though, I couldn't find too much. Oh yeah. This was from, uh, Craig Manning, uh, chorus FM, October 12th, 2017. So almost 10 years, I'll, uh, posted this, review of chase this light the entire album it's and i think we've read his we, we've read several of his articles bits and pieces of them for different albums he's a great writer uh spins a good story or at least tells a good story and uh this is what he has to say toward the bottom of his review of chase this light i can still remember every moment i spent with these songs in the fall of 2007 blasting them as i drove around town with my newly minted driver's license or leaning on them at the end of a few exceedingly hard days, I recall being struck by how good it felt to hear Jim Adkins' voice again. How listening to this album those first few times felt like reconvening and commiserating with an old friend. Even by Thanksgiving break, a month and change after the album hit the streets, I was still spinning it religiously, reveling in the hooks of Here It Goes or Chase This Light, and wondering why this sound couldn't be on the radio. So, so, so well nice. said, Craig Manning. Uh, and then Andy yeah. Greenwald... 
Andy Greenwald, uh, October 12th, 2007. Chase this light. Frontman Jim Adkins is allergic to the adolescent histrionics favored by his mopey peers, fallout boy, and panic at the disco. The beauty isn't what in what it said. Uh, he sings defiantly on the title track. Instead, he brings a teenage sense of wonder to a more adult landscape, giving voice to the complicated feelings of commitment, trust, envy, and loss that are achingly familiar with even to those uh, not prone to sporting heavy black mascara or shopping at Hot Topic. With the expert assistance of super producer Butch Vig, Atkins and the band brilliantly fuse the extroverted guitar pop of their self-titled 2001 Platinum Breakthrough album with the heft of 2004's More Pensive Futures. Uh, from fuzzed, fuzzed out crunch of opener Big Casino to the elegiac crescendos of closer, Dizzy Light is a master class in hard rocking for the soft hearted. I don't know why that was so difficult for me to read. I, <laughs> I think it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what, uh, that's what Andy Greenwald had to say. And that's all I have. <laughs> um, just because I just came across it. Um, and we like Andy Greenwald. Um, just because I just came across it, it looks like, um, their Courtney Smith is running the polls on, um, the Jimmy Eat World fans Facebook group. And mm-hmm. uh, it looks like there are four tracks left for the album Chase This Light. And the song Chase This Light is in the running, but it's second, it's uh, actually third uh, with Big Casino trailing behind it. But I do love that Always Be is in the lead with 27 votes. So, oh yeah. wait, no, it's not. Sorry. Dizzy is in the lead with 47 votes. So it looks like Dizzy's going to run away with it. But I went ahead and voted for Always Be, even though we're doing this song, Chase This Light, which is still. Um, uh, fighting its own. Uh, right. So, yeah. Okay. I've got uh, the demo up if you yes, want to awesome. give that a listen. Lettuce. All right. Here we go. This is the Chase This Light demo. I'm a suspect. I'm a traitor. I'm only here in body visiting. Yellow The beauty is in what isn't said I'm rising to my feet Because tonight The world turned in me Because right now I don't dare to breathe Oh babe, I know It's a lie Some other us to find tonight Chase this light sounds so fully formed oh yeah 
harmonies, man, so clear. quality of this with how raw it is but still how polished it is as a as a song <laughs> yeah totally Man, let's take a listen and, oh. and it, 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 it's it's so polished because it started as like a go big casino song um, yeah so uh uh instead of go big casino let's hear uh jim play it at velvet jones when we were there oh yeah swaying back and forth with his maton yeah <laughs> all right here we go Let's pause it here, man. Because now so, what so I want to do picking, yes, yeah, yeah, for real. <sighs> and like while he's singing a completely different rhythm <sighs> than he's, I'm jealous. <laughs> Jump to about oh, I guess I'm really just a little before half of uh, this because this is what okay. he was doing. I mean, you probably did this at Velvet Jones, but this is from the quarantine session, um, and he did the. Uh, Chase this light to for me this is heaven transition which he had been doing for a long time and I love hearing it this way okay because he kind of modulates into for me this is heaven and uh, it's really really cool okay here we go so just about just about halfway let's try this let's see here it is yeah yeah this is the outro of chase this light and then he like modulates it into the beginning of for me this is heaven the first star I see oh man not oh, be so good oh. star <laughs> 
Oh, I gym. love it. Oh, <laughs> god. And then uh, <laughs> let's hear a little of how they did it at the uh, iTunes session, the 2013 iTunes yeah, session. Yeah, man. So back it up. Uh, Great one, too. Or so. And I think the demo is pretty indicative of how they play it live, um, which is cool. I'm a suspect. I'm a traitor. I'm only here in body visiting yellow faces and the distant screams. The beauty is in what is said. I'm rising to my feet because tonight the world turned me. Yeah, I guess they do bring that four on the floor in sooner than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, play those toms, man. Every one of them. <laughs> yeah, I that's, know, that's right? classic floor tom. That's classic Hit floor tom. Hit a mark. background vocals hard not to sing along david i can't help it yeah yeah, yeah <sighs> totally and like how full Man. the uh backup the background vocals are is just so yeah good. um yes. so here's something i tried to find some old forum content and there wasn't anything 
good even in the hover over things it's like oh cat's out of the bag let's talk about the album but there's nothing you can really see about it but right apparently they ran like a fan video contest because uh shadow prod 05 has a uh submission for the fan forum music video contest um also a song i've been wanting to do a video for for quite some time so my guess is that it's the Jimmy Eat World fan forum, but maybe it's like like maybe it's a, like I noticed it says Joan of Arcadia, Luke Grace. So maybe mm-hmm. it's a Joan of Arcadia fan forum uh, huh. video contest. Either way, I thought maybe we could watch a little bit of this. All right. Um, now that I think now that I think it's a Joan of Arcadia fan forum and not a Jimmy Eat World fan forum, maybe it's something not all that exciting. It's just a shipping video. Shadow prod. Oh, boy. Ooh, shadow crawler production. Okay. The intro. Yeah. Chase this light. I'm a suspect. Oh, yep. I'm yep. a traitor. I'm only here in body visiting. Yellow face. That guy kind of looks like Rick, but other than that, I didn't. I'm not familiar <laughs> with this show, so. Um. Oh, that's a Me bummer. Either. I totally thought it was going to be a. Uh, like a Jimmy World, like the BBS forums did a uh, yeah. music video contest. Um, well, moving on, uh, there are a few people that we've talked about before that uh, have reviewed this uh, album and specifically this song. There's We Review Albums on YouTube at 550. Uh, talk about this. Let's see what We Review Albums. Oh, <laughs> you'll remember this guy. Oh, oh, I think I know who it is. He's the couch guy. Oh, you're right. All three couches. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and hit play at five. And it's like, give it up. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I love that about give it up. It's just, it's nice. Um, second best song on this album is Chase This Light. Uh, the yeah. what, title track? I think it's called the title track. Chase This Light. Um, uh, I love this song. Um, it starts off a little slow and gets a little faster and faster and faster and faster, which I love. Um, I love the lyrics of the song. I love the way he sings it. I love everything about the song. Chase the Slide is number two. Uh, number one, the best song. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Couch Guy. That's right. Uh, then you, there's Jake guy. Taylor. He talks about it uh, right at the beginning. Let's take a listen to Jake Taylor talking about chase this light hello everyone and welcome back to backtracking let's just get right back into part two of the jimmy world episode as we cover their sixth album chase this light released in 2007 through interscope it was produced by jimmy world and chris tester executive produced by butch big and a dude named john fields produces the song here it goes when i say butch was executive producer i mean that he didn't show up all the time at the band's request they basically sent him little bits of songs every couple of days and he would help to refine those songs that alone immediately puts that fear in me, that fear of too many cooks in the kitchen. Only Butch is a chef that doesn't show up, and John's the guy who pops up mm. just to get paid. So, yeah. I think that leads to my main issue with this album. <laughs> See, whereas Futures was a good example of sounds mixing together, Chase's Light is not so much. It does contain the first Jimmy Eat World song that I remember liking and always be, and that song is a good indicator of this album's sound. It's one of the more mainstream-leaning albums, which I could have easily said about Futures and Bleed American. But this one doesn't fall into as much of a punk style as those two do. It doesn't even seem to have any honesty to it, which is a shame because I feel like the band wanted to put more into this one. 
There's some experimentation with instruments again, not done to the same degree as clarity, but I won't knock some good string and keyboard arrangements. Anyway, so he's just okay. talking about the full album. We uh, uh, we have this on our YouTube playlist if you want to check out the full. He he does the full discography. And uh, finally, I wrote down Joel Morris review, but I didn't put a timestamp. So let's see what he starts at and we'll All see right. uh, how much of it is worth listening to. Well, so like today we're going to be talking about this album, Jimmy Chase This Light, which came out in 2007. Um, this album kind of mar- marked the commercial decline of Jimmy World. From this point what? onward, they would not have a gold <laughs> album or a gold single. Oh, I see, I see, I see. And I don't know why that is. Perhaps fans and critics wanted more of Futures, their previous album, which was slower and darker. This album is much more upbeat and kind of cheery-ish. Um, all the songs are kind of kind of happy sounding, you know? I mean, it's not complete bubble, bubble gum. There are some dark themes and whatnot. But overall, for Jimmy World, it's, it's a pretty happy album. But at the same time, I, I think it's classic Jimmy World. And I don't know why a Jimmy World fan would not like this album. So... Um, <laughs> at least he's comfortable. I'm going to leave it at there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. That's Joel Morris. Now, here's my favorite comment that i've written uh oh okay i don't know how prevalent this is but i'm just gonna play it for you because i wrote what the fuck is this um (laughs) all right take a look i love it already chase this light is the sixth studio album by american rock band jimmy ebor 2004 by late 2005 (laughs) and had made demos by early 2006 they started recording their next album with (laughs) engineer chris Teston between arizona and california Butch Vig was enlisted as an executive producer, <laughs> acting in a consult. So, is it reading the Wikipedia? <laughs> it's reading the Wikipedia. It's like called Wikipedia Reader or something like that. And I was like, what the hell? Uh, Whoa. Yeah, it's literally called Wikipedia Reader. It has 1.83 thousand subscribers. Um, so weird. Uh, no comments. No upvotes. <laughs> Such a weird, like, thing. I know. Yeah, and I then, know. Um, before we jump into community and covers, I did find a band called Chase This Light. Oh, uh, covering the song Call Me Maybe, which I love. So, oh, uh, sick. Let's listen to a little bit of Chase This Light covering Call Me Maybe. The guy on the right playing that telly, that's me in uh, high school right there. <laughs> That is me. <laughs> this is anesthetic. Yeah, it is, man. I love the the plaid shorts. Like- I was very much my my thing. <laughs> <laughs> is what is in the middle of the stage in front of the drummer? Is that a hose? Is that an no, extension? That, cord that's an extension call, cord roll. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh man, that was good. I love the cord. Uh, the cord right. talk in this episode. Why are the cords in front of Jim? <laughs> yeah, totally right. Uh, okay. Um, this uh, th- uh, this are, was the number of our previous president. Oh God! Don't you? I, 
Oh, dude, I'm so off on this. Uh, 49? 45. Oh, okay. Um, uh, on Jake T. O'Donnell's list, number 45, Chase This Light from Chase This Light 2007. I have a feeling more than a few love-struck young folks prominently featured this song on late 2000s CD mixes shared with their special someone. The title track to Chase This Light shows up later in the proceedings of the album, nestled among a couple other excellent songs following its rather forgettable middle section. Chase This Light has an outstanding vocal performance by Jim and a full band effort to make what could have been a saccharine and trite love song genuinely beautiful. I've seen the best of love, the best of hate, the best reward is earned, and I've paid for every single word I've ever said, Jim emotes over the bridge section. The concept of chasing this light is such a great one when you've found the person with whom whom you want to chase it. Also, an early version of Chase This Light leaked before the album came out, and while it was functionally the same as what's on the record, it had slightly more sparse production and didn't have the, yeah, backing vocals during the courses. I prefer this to what was actually released, as this was yet another example of the overdone production on Chase This Light. Psh, psh, I say. Mm. Psh. <laughs> um, at least it shows up as number 45. Uh, Wise Guy Um, who is on the uh, music subreddit, uh, mentioned this song in particular for Chase This Light. Chase This Light, the title track is another ballad-type song. This song seems more uplifting and inspirational and is a real pleasure with all the choral duality going on, says Wise Guy Um. And then, uh, let's see, user Clinky Town. During the AMA says Chase This Light is my favorite album of all time. I remember the first time I heard Let It Happen, I could have sworn you guys were in my head. Typical dorky teenager problems that no one uh, that I felt no one understood, except somehow you were able to capture what I was feeling in a song. The rest of the album was killer, too, and I always find myself going back to it. And there's a song for whatever mood I'm in. Uh, so I like that. And uh, did you have any uh, community stuff? I had one uh, from Pebble Swift two years ago, the 2019 results. I'm oh, happy. I love Pebble Swift. Yeah, this one made it to second place. Can you guess what uh, what bested it? Dizzy, always yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. Which one it was Dizzy? It was Dizzy. Oh, okay. So yeah, this made it all the way to round eight, and then the album tracks winner was Dizzy for this. But I was I was really happy that it made it so far. It wasn't out. Yeah. You know, a lot of our tracks get knocked out two or three. Uh, and that was really it. Um, I also had Courtney Smith's poll, which we already talked about. So uh, that's it for community for me. Um, it does look like uh, I did bookmark a BBS forum page from the Wayback Machine. Zach Lind posted the Chase This Light music discussion thread. Uh, and the last post says today at 1040 a.m. This is October 11th, 2007 by Metallic Hunt. Oh, boy. Um, oh, but yeah. Replies to this thread. 256 uh, replies, 10,042 views on this thread. And I got three lines before on my hover over before I was able um, before I lose what it says. But hi, all. Apparently, the cat is officially out of the bag. The band discussed this and we're OK with discussions about the new music here on our message board. We would appreciate it that the discussion would be about the music itself and not how to acquire the music. If anyone has been banned, dot, dot, dot. So I lose it after that. Um, mm. Let's see if I hover over any of the, like, no, it's all the same. So there's nothing I can do about it. But anyway, that is uh, the most I have on the BBS forums. For, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, well, it was, it was there's a, just watched nice the track. fireworks started a forum or, or a thread called chase this like track listing and press release. And they link to an absolute punk.net album 
uh, or article from August 15th, 2007 for immediate release. Jimmy Eat World confirms release date for new album Chase's Light hmm. in stores October 16th on Interscope Records. First single, Big Casino, on air end of August. Um, and somebody, <laughs> another morning stoner says, so uh, there are demos, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I kind of stumbled across them on Soulseek. <laughs> I have chased this light on my wish list and the song popped up. I expected it to be the solo version Jim did, but nope, browse the user's files and they there are 14 altogether, including two versions of Big Casino and Carry You. Anybody know dot, dot, dot. Um, but uh, ah. yeah, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Bug Me Not says, is Take Them As They Come a Springsteen cover? <laughs> <laughs> Take Them As They Come. There it is. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. That is, uh, there's some other weird things like the nothing wrong, don't you mash up on the MySpace page. Wow. Good work, mm. says John Tegrity. Oh, MySpace. John Tegrity? Uh, I see Futures <laughs> Past. Uh, Futures Past has a forum post here with a YouTube link uh, that says someone's already did a cover of Dizzy. It's okay. Solo acoustic. I don't know what else to say. Just thought I'd share the find. <laughs> so love seeing that. I'm trying to see if there's anybody else we know in here. No, I don't think so. Who was online when this was taken? Oh, it doesn't say. Oh, oh no. Uh, moderator. Uh, I see Joyce as a moderator, Joyce. but I don't yeah. see uh, anybody online. Uh, who else was a moderator? Uh, 030173 and I Wish I uh, are the mods there with Joyce. But that is about all I have that's interesting mm-hmm. on this VBS way back thing that I've got here. Um Here's a fun version before we start going into covers of which I, you're going to need to call these. I didn't watch any of them, but I have just a, way too long of a list. I suppose I could skip all the Coosty boys and uh, jump straight to anything I marked other. But um, I think you'll enjoy this from who posted this. This is from nine oh, Z or nine V Z J V seven. It is a Nightcore version. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For when you don't have enough time to listen to the full song. I'm right. a suspect. I'm a traitor. I'm only here in body visiting. Yellow faces and the distance screams. The beauty is in what is it said. I'm rising to my feet because tonight the world turns. Yeah. Sounds so cool. I don't dare breathe. Oh, babe, I know. It's a lie. And some other lost to find tonight. Chase this light with me. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> 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 Woo! I always got to do okay. a good nightcore. All right. That's right. Do you got anything that you want to hit before we jump into covers? Mm, no. But of my okay. list, I don't know. You said you have an exhaustive yes. list, right? I mean, there are a lot. Yeah. Uh, I got 11, and four of them I have green lit. So uh, we can go through. Uh, do you want, did you want to, there was one I wanted to save, one that I, we have to listen to all the way through just because it, this is one that, that I said to you that this one gave me chills. We can listen to that at the uh-huh. end, or we can listen to that okay. up front. Well, who's it by? So I don't suggest it. Mm, acapella. <laughs> oh, okay. I got it. Okay. Uh, that's the All only right. one I have that's acapella, so I assume it's okay. this one. Yeah. Um, 
uh, all right, let's uh, let's start here. Let's start in the professional realm. Mm, uh, okay. And this is uh, Chase the Nightlight by uh, who did this one? Oh, this is not even. Oh, come on! How did I link to the wrong goddamn? I linked it. To this. <laughs> Give me a sec. A sparrow was it? Sparrow sleeps. Yes, thank you. Do you have it handy? I do have it ready. Yeah. Here we go. Brush it. Unfortunately, I have a bad relationship with this song now. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, in that, Keaton was just so... He was not colicky because he ate, but he just was so... Uh, annoyed to be born. Uh, that the nurses kept coming in, like, is he okay? I'm like, fuck, you tell me. Like, he seems fine. Um but like the fact that the nurses kept coming in and checking on him was just not great. Uh, he was crying all that night and we tried this, we tried all kinds of things. So it, it re- used to remind me of Wes and now it just reminds me of that terrible first night Damn it. Uh, at the hospital. <laughs> um, and you know what? I think I have, give me a sec. Let me pull it up here. All right. While we're playing this, I I'll, believe I'll this I go reached for out. Bit. Yeah. yeah, I believe I reached out to Sparrow Sleeps on Instagram. Let's see. Yes. And uh, I, I keep wanting to get them on. Oh, yeah. So they said they said we can either do it later because they just re- they just released a new record full of MCR lo-fi tunes, which oh, wow. I'm excited to hear. Um, uh, so they're just do- busy doing press and stuff for that. So they couldn't jump on for this one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I do want to get them on. Uh, and then... Mama. <laughs> the vitamin string quartet. <laughs> yeah. Uh did do you have them uh doing of Chase course. This Light? Yeah, sure. So I did reach out to them and they did not respond at all. So okay. they're very, very busy, I imagine. Yeah. Who is this third tier podcast? Yeah, right. Take her hand in marriage. Oh, yeah, totally, right? Yeah. Like, this sounds like, um, like the end of a TV show where everything has gone wrong before the wedding, but now things are calm and the wedding's actually happening, and all of the characters that aren't usually in scenes together are all together <laughs> for, you know, the power couple that's getting yeah. married. So let's pause that. The, I have two other string arrangements. <laughs> like, how oh. are there three string arrangements for this? Did you see Sacra Profana? That's the one that, uh, that's the the YouTube one that, that's the acapella with. Oh, it's acapella. Oh, no way. Yeah. I wrote yeah. strings down on that one. So They're, I have a different uh, So they've, li- they've listed it with strings, but it's acapella and strings. Yes. Oh, okay. Because I have extreme keys for acapella. So let me move Sacra Profana up to acapella with extreme keys <laughs> and uh okay how about the corwin trio that also looks like a string arrangement oh yeah i have them there yes uh were instrumental they instrumental <laughs> strings any good <laughs> yeah yeah it was uh they're really good 
Okay, let's take a listen to them since we're in the string realm. Okay, all right, we'll do that. All right. You want to? All right, we got this. Yeah. I love a plucked string. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. Uh, I see what they're doing. Cool. So it's so funny. I paused it, and now I know the Vitamin String Quartet version exists. But yeah, see, look, uh, I went to the comments. Sanaz Tavasol eight months ago says, "Do you girls have a version of this I can use to fit my wedding?" Yeah. Uh, and I expect I went here expecting way more than seven hundred and seventy-four views for being posted March twenty eighth, twenty sixteen. Um, the Corwin Trio has 1.69k subscribers, um, so almost as many as the Wikipedia reader. Uh, but uh, anyway, I thought that was really, really good. And I yeah. expected, yeah, way more people to have that playing at their wedding. But yeah. I guess they just go for the vitamin string quartet version. Mm. Um, well, uh, so so yeah, I did want to touch on that since we're in the string realm. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and now I uh, will let you take the wheel. Okay, let's see. We'll go with, um, ooh, let's, let's go with Nick Motil. Uh, oh, okay, he's a Coostie boy I wrote here. He but he does boy. sound like somebody we've seen before. Uh, name wise, and I yes. think I recognized him when I saw him. Yeah. Did you? I mean, did you have a, an order you wanted to go through? Because these, I'm just gonna go through. Not the, at all. No, no, no. I didn't listen to any of them, so that's why I was gotcha. like, "Oh, I'll let Justin." I remember how excited you were about the covers. Even well, <laughs> Lindsay uh, mentioned how good the covers were. So yeah. Okay. This is Nick Motil. It's like Roy from The Office. sound on his acoustic is so beautiful oh he's playing a drop d and then he's playing that open d uh for the like i I think he's transposed it to d unless he's got a capo off screen i can't see um so it sounds really really good yeah so thick yes yeah Mm. 
Uh, oh, you know what? Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go kind of uh, not my top choices, but still still chosen, still greenlit. This is Kevin Stout. Uh, he did a oh, nice Oh, yeah, he mashup. did a mashup, right? Yeah. Here yeah. it goes, Chase This Light and Hear You Me. And I believe we'll listen to it about a minute in, and that's when uh, Chase This Light is uh, popped into here. Let's see how this goes. All right. mashup huh yeah man pretty cool pretty cool it's so funny i was watching him play the telecaster in one of the shots and uh it's funny like when you're when you like figure out a song and how to play it and then you're just like okay that's how you do it and blah 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 but then sometimes i'll watch somebody play guitar and sometimes i'll be able to be like okay i see what they're doing there like when i could tell that nick motil was playing in drop d and open yeah. and all that stuff but he this guy was playing a chord and i'm like what the hell is that chord <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you can play guitar as long as you want. Sometimes you just look and you're like, "What?" Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna play another one here. Um, I want you, I want you to stare. <laughs> watch the are they staring the back? Not really. I don't even think that. Um, <laughs> I think my comment on this one was uh, was too ripped, a little too ripped for me. <laughs> so ripped. I'm a suspect. I'm a traitor I'm only here in body visiting Look at that Vox in the bottom right Yellow faces And the distant screen Beauty is in what isn't said Rising to my feet Because tonight You're the world turning me because right now, yeah, I don't dare to breathe. Oh, babe, I know it's a lie. It's somewhere for us to find. 
Yeah, this is yoked. Yeah, dude. Word, my last call. My life is yours in your gifted hand. Confetti rainfall and a quiet scream. These things I found are special now. Not as in my reach because tonight. The world turned in me because right now, yeah, I don't dare to breathe. Oh, babe, I know it's a lie, it's somewhere for us to find tonight. You chase this light with me, yeah, dude's yoked. Totally. I went to his, uh, this, this has 650 views, uh, after being posted August 28th, 2016, uh, but 17 likes and, uh, yeah, yeah, got some cool stuff on here. Oh, he is also a drummer. It's got some, uh, audio slave covers. Oh, it looks like he did a full band cover. So, uh, yeah, man, it looks like his name is Matt vowels. Sweet. What a name, dude. Yeah. Oh, he's got a Menzingers cover on here. Oh, he's got a John Mayer cover on here. Yeah. In your atmosphere like it star boy mm. by the weekend damn guys Very all over eclectic. the place yeah eclectic uh page there all right sweet uh what else you got for me uh mm, all i have up. left for <laughs> all i have left for my choice is uh the soccer profana so if, did you want to play some others in the so i got this guy friday at the lake did you see this guy no i did not watch it yet Mm-mm. it says that kevin's Kevin Selden, Friday at the Lake, and Jim Atkins, Jimmy E. World, singing Chase This Light backstage. I'm very interested. I've not Whoa. seen this, but it looks like they're just standing by the buses. So I'm like, what? So let's take a look what? and see what this is about. Oh, it's a very short clip. Let's see. All right. I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. What? Huh. That's interesting. That was bizarre. Like Jim's just trying to get into the bus to go home, you think? Man, that was uncomfortable. 90 views, June 9th, 2011. No comments. Wow. Uh, yeah i guess just the way that i search man i search for the cursed uh things um i mean i guess it was what it was (laughs) yeah jim's doing the snapping yeah (laughs) um let's see uh let's get the lady some love i got elizabeth kurt here uh doing a i i think a vocal cover so let's take a listen to elizabeth kurt looks like maybe a sublime tattoo it's like a that looks very sublime to me. It, it's like a pentagram flower thing. Her hair matches her shirt. Yeah. It's very yeah. blue. The tattoo looks like Disturbed to me. Oh, okay. Let's see. Let's look up Disturbed logo. Oh, uh, Disturbed looks a little more oh. demonic than that. Let's see. Yeah, you're uh, right. Who did I say? Sublime. Yeah. Let's see. 
But you, you're the sublime one. You would know. Oh, I see why. I think it's, it's, it's that sun thing. Who else could it look like? I think it kind of looks like the uh, the star oh. logo that um, uh, Unwritten Law used to use. Ah, uh, no. Who? What's the other band that's like Disturbed? That uh, oh, I'm gonna get the Godsmack. That's what it looks like. It reminds oh, me of Godsmack. Oh, it's the Godsmack logo. <laughs> it's not, but it's got the. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, the the, the burning thing. sun thing. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Still going. All right. I dig it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, who is this that Ooh. I'm about to play? This is uh, Rachel Borges. What would do I you have? Do you have? Some, and make sure, since we're doing the ladies, do you have Smock Puppet? Uh, I do. Yeah. We'll do Smock Puppet next. But Ra Rachel Borges, I have in the acoustic section. But again, I don't know for sure. Let's take a listen. I'm a suspect. I'm a traitor. I'm only here in body visiting. Yellow faces in the distant screens. The beauty is in what isn't said. I'm rising to my feet because tonight the world turned me. Because right now I don't dare to breathe Oh babe I know It's alive And somewhere for us to find Tonight Chase this light with me Good. Man, great voice. Yeah man. Powerful. Great job. Alright. Mm -hmm. Smock Puppet. I'm Here we go. Suspect. I'm a Great picking, by the way. Yeah, man. Jeez. She plays just like Jim, goddamn. Yeah. The world turned in me. Because right now, I don't dare breathe. It's so blue. Star Wars poster has a lot of blue. Blue wall. Blue shirt that says Blue Eagle on it. Green guitar. And then a red something behind her guitar. A red guitar. Oh, it might be a decal on the door. Well, she's great. It yeah, makes me feel uh, inadequate at my guitar <laughs> prowess. Um, before we play our last, uh, our Sacra Profana, mm -hmm. uh, let's listen to uh, the Extreme Keys singing yeah. Chase This Light in 2011. Extreme Keys. <laughs> Oh, look, they're dressed up. Superheroes, the Halloween show, maybe? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
the girl with the sunglasses on her uh, shirt. That's me. <laughs> super into it over there on the right. <laughs> I, my guess is that everybody just read the just so uh yeah. lyric page on genius <laughs> I mean, it could be saying just so who knows all right let's hear sakura pofana all right let's give them this we're gonna listen to the whole damn thing david because i yeah uh, right. have people and i did to not thing. listen to it so this is my first experience here we go all right i will you want me to pop that in there baby oh yeah yeah sure <laughs> all right here we go the video's fun too to me the video is very fun all right Oh, yeah, well produced. That 24P. Yeah. I'm a suspect. I'm a traitor. I'm only here in body visiting. Yellow faces. Oh, jeez. Dangerous. San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, it was rad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's so funny. Uh, I, had to look, it. I had to look up uh, the video because the aesthetic and the color of it, I was like, yeah. why does this look like this looks like such an of the time thing? And this came out July 31st, 2013. And I think that mm. same year I cut one of the first things I ever cut in Adobe Premiere that looks exactly like this. Yeah, so I don't know like if it was the transitions with the color was, burns. Yeah, and they weren't even like they weren't like built-in Premiere transitions. They were things I de- that I got from like some plug-in packet or something. Yeah, but yeah, like why does everything look so purple and uh, saturated? We want everything looks so like um, yellow and purple. And uh, I guess that was the aesthetic that we were into in the early t- mm-hmm. the early tens. Um, but uh, but yeah, I was feeling it, man. That was great. Um, are you feeling a little adventurous, David? Oh yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, I was uh, inspired by the commentary that we were going through earlier, and uh, I made a rave DJ. Oh my god! Uh, thank God. Do you have I didn't one by the way? This week? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know what this is called. If you caught it when uh, we were doing some, I think it was Jim at the uh, at Velvet Jones. Uh, it okay. actually pl- it played underneath it for a second. So if you caught it, then you might know where I was going with this. Oh, I, I thought I might have caught that. Okay, I was like, why did he bring that up? Awesome. <laughs> this is called Melody. This lights. Waiting for the four on the floor to kick in. (laughs) It's not terrible. It's off.
Hey, that was like um, when you have uh, the radio between two stations. (laughs) You're on on like a rotary dial. (laughs) Yeah, and especially over our weak Skype connection, it was like (laughs) all in between it. So it was just like, oh, what do you want to listen to? You want to listen to the Righteous Brothers or Jimmy Uh, World? uh, (laughs) Yeah, from Sakura Profana to that flaming turd. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> well justin what are your final thoughts on the song chase this light by the band jimmy Eat world love this track and listening to the demo and all the other different versions of it and especially that soccer profana that acapella slash strings cover of it man it just made me fall even further in love with it so this is a huge huge track on this album for me what about you man yeah i already loved it so much and then i was so glad that we were dabbling at the christmas party and uh now it's like in my repertoire of like when i pick up a guitar that'll be like one of the songs i go to and sing because i love it so much and it's from one of my favorite jimmy world albums um so all of that mixed in uh just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside and i'm so glad to have gone down this road with you uh and into let's chase this light into the new year shall we we shall and and let us as we chase this light uh remember to be excellent to each other and party on dudes <laughs>